can't duplicate that. It is a sunny Saturday morning on May 28th, 2011. Of course, you are not going to hear this until, shit, I don't know, May 31st. After the Memorial Day. After the Memorial Day weekend, but, you know, maybe miracles will strike and I will get this up before then. I highly doubt it. I'm your host of the TriGames.net podcast, podcast, where we talk about games and games and other stuff, mostly about games. Uh, I am Austin. I am here with my co-host. Al. Yeah. That that was nigh enthusiastic. What, what are you, a zombie? No, a zombie cat. A zombie cat? What? It just sounded like you dragged a chair across the floor. <laughs> Which I don't know how many how much sense that makes, but yes. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, it does <coughs> make a lot of sense. Yes. Today we're going to talk about remakes, and the reason why is because I started playing Final Fantasy IV Complete for the PlayStation Portable. It is a remake. It is the, I want to say, third, fourth, third remake. I don't know mm. if they ever made a Wonderswan remake of Final Fantasy IV. Um, they did. That's what Final Fantasy IV Advance is. Okay, so then it is... Uh, wait, so then did they make remakes of five and six, or was that just after the Wonderswan died? I think they did all three before the Wonderswan died, and uh, I think that was the first time five was in portable form in the U.S., but it wasn't officially in the U.S. because it was, you know, a Japanese console. Wikipedia! Yeah, I was going to do that. Final Fantasy Four Platforms. Wonderswan, you are correct. Oh, wait, wait. No, 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 no. So this is the one, two... Three, four, fifth. This is the fifth re-release. I would say. What is the FOMA? Is it a phone? It is a phone. Yeah, it is. It's a phone. Holy one? crap! No, no, no. Wait. It, it, it uh. It says that. So the Final Fantasy IV page on Wikipedia says that the available platforms are Super Nintendo, PlayStation, which is the one I forgot, Wonder Swan Color, Game Boy Ooh. Advance, Nintendo uh-huh. DS, Virtual Console, FOMA, and PSP. So. <laughs> re-releases let's see where, where does it say FOMA uh, da, 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 da. Uh, Final Fantasy 4 is ported by Tose for blah blah blah, blah. meet again for the Wii Virtual Console Extra Dungeon um, yeah the latest version of the game is an enhanced port released in Japan on October 5th 2009 for iMode compatible phones it retains features Excellent. introduced in the so this is so yes, this is the one, two, three, four, five, six, sixth re-release, and I'm not necessarily counting Virtual Console because that, right? You know that, you know. Because isn't it is it on Virtual Console in the month? Yes, it is. It is on Virtual Console, but it's on Virtual Console as Final Fantasy II, and it's like it's a direct yeah. like you know I don't count those re- direct re-releases as like a, a remake. Yeah, they're not re-releases. Yeah, because. The, the, I mean, they're re-releases, not remakes. Right. The PlayStation did things to it. The Wonderstone version made it look prettier, as did the PlayStation version. The Game Boy Advance added shit to it. The Nintendo DS version mm. made it in 3D. The Virtual Console did mm. nothing to it. The FOMA iMode thing apparently did some stuff, or at least brought over the Wonderstone stuff, and then 
the PSP version obviously like super made it look super good. Um, oh really? They oh right, they updated the graphics. Do you remember? Um, do you remember? Do you remember the old? Um, and I'm going to save most of this talk for what we've been playing. But do you remember when this was released? Uh, not this, but um, when Final Fantasy One and Final Fantasy Two were re-released for the PSP, and they had this like Korean team of artists, team of Korean artists, come in and redo all the art. Yeah, I do remember that. That it is in that vein, like mm-hmm. it's super high res. It it, it it it's recognizable, but at the same time, kind of foreign. Like when you look at the character art, and you're like, huh. Um, but it you can also actually tell like what the characters are doing on the battle screen. It's not like, hey, there here's a jumble of sixteen bit pixels. I can't really tell where where his leg begins and his arm ends. Eh? Like you know, what you're gonna have to tell me, right? Well, when you get to that point, yeah. The the biggest like thing to me personally that felt like a jumble of pixels was when Cecil and Rosa hugged after they saved her from the, <laughs> the giant ball. Yeah, and then you they mean hug the blade? Like, what the fuck is that? They hug and then it's oh, just like right. it, it's just like half of their sprites mashed together. Yeah, and it, you you look at it and you're like, what the fuck is that? And they censor out the pic- they censor out the, the kiss pixel. Oh, they do because like when in the Super Nintendo version. The old, old version. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, but yeah, uh, so obviously I'm going to talk about that when, <laughs> when we get to what I've been playing. <laughs> but back to why I mentioned it in the first place. Uh, this is the sixth or fifth or sixth remake or release or whatever you want to call it. And it got me thinking about like, I, I know we probably, I, th- I believe we did an episode on remakes in general. But um, it made me think deeper about kind of the art of the remake and the necessity from an artistic standpoint. Not a business standpoint because obviously... If people are going to buy it, you should make it. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, it, it, it uh, makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, uh, because of what you just said, and because we kind of need it, Atlas is bringing out Persona 2 in America there you go. for PSP. Right. But is it being remade, or is it just straight-up ported? Uh, it, I, It's being remade. Remastered visuals. When I'm looking at the uh, <laughs> the Atlas Faithful letter. Bullet point one, remastered with... visuals. Bullet point two, full voice acting. Bullet point three, full frontal nudity. What? Yeah. What does it say? Uh, 16 by 9, aspect oh. ratio, Ooh. remastered visuals and audio, Ooh. remixed musical score Ooh. with options to toggle between that and the original, Ooh. a streamlined user interface, new quests, new intro animation, and more. Ooh, that sounds porn-tastic. But before we get to our remake discussion, Al. Yo. What's up? Chillin'. What you been playing? I've been playing Contact, as usual. I don't know why. Uh, I thought you were about ages. to say Contra. Yeah, I've been playing Contra, shooting up aliens and shit. No, uh, not yet, at least. In I've your been bloodstream. playing Contact. Mm. Uh, Contact, I finished the Aegis, which was the period. The period. Yes, the pyramid level. <laughs> Um, and that was kind of weird. Uh, the boss I fought there was a weird pyramid that had, um, these four, like, people-looking shadow thingies that would go in, like, a diamond shape. They would rotate, four of them would rotate in a diamond circle-ish shape thing, motion. (laughs) And you had to, (laughs) you had to attack the right one while there was this, like, uh, energy ball that was traveling from the top screen to the bottom screen in a diagonal bouncing pattern so it bounced off the walls in diagonal and if that diamond ball 
diamond ball. If that energy ball hit and you, and if that diamond ball hits you, mama's gonna. I don't something. <laughs> no, not mama ain't gonna do shit because you're gonna lose <laughs> a whole bunch of health. Gonna do shit. <laughs> um, that's bad parenting. If you hit, hmm? I said that's bad parenting. Yeah, bet you it is. Um, but if you hit the wrong shadow, you get trapped in this like prism for a while, and I guess it's to make it easier for that ball to hit you and take off a whole bunch of health. But it was weird because I didn't know what the hell to do at first. I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to hit one of these things, and you hit it, it would disappear, and nothing would happen. Mm. And then it would start over again, and you hit it and disappear, and it would start over again. And then you kind of, I kind of realized that they had hidden energy bars, and then when you actually killed it, it took energy off of the pyramid. So you had to find the right one and hit it, and then keep trying to find the right one, hitting it. And I beat it. It was cool. So I have four cells, and I think I'm like 13 hours of playtime. Uh, I'm just kind of going back and cooking and trying to figure out how to get one of these um, clothing, one of these outfits for um, fishing. Uh, I don't know how to get it yet, so I know pretty much where to get it, but I don't know how to get it. So I'm probably just going to move on with the game and, I don't know, it could be an optional thing or not. Not really sure about that one. Um, Moving on, I played a little bit of Street Fighter yesterday. And I sadly must say that I suck. For, for the 3DS. Uh, moving on. Yes, for the 3DS. Street Fighter 4. Okay. Uh, suck at that. So, moving on from there. <laughs> That's all <laughs> I, I have know, to say about I, that. <laughs> for some reason, I uh, played with Ken, which I normally don't play with. And then I played with T-Hawk, who I usually play with. And maybe I was just too tired, but I couldn't defeat the third person. Uh, against uh, I know a third of... person online or again in the store in the no, campaign in arcade campaign. What am I talking about? Arcade. Yeah, I don't know, it was just something about the the third person and like I was playing with Ken. I couldn't beat Dalsim. Uh, what difficulty? Dalsim, medium. Okay. And with T Hawk, I couldn't beat Ihana of all people. <laughs> and, I don't know. It, I just couldn't get my moves off, and I had no. He was just sitting there waiting for me to move so that he could do one of his charge moves. He wouldn't even jump at me. It was very annoying. Uh, moving on from that, I um, played some Mortal Kombat. And uh, I was talking with, um, you know, the guy that we met at Mo's party, Jonathan? Yes. He plays a lot of Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah? And he, yeah, he was posting on Facebook about combos and stuff like that and he said that he was perfecting a 38% combo with Scorpion. Oh shit. And like a 37 yes. And like a 37% combo with Smoke. And I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> and then he actually like told me what the combos were and there was Does it a does it seem doable? Yeah. I'll does tell you about it in a second. Okay. Um what was funny about the combo is like he spelled out the combo, right? And then uh, a couple of people, his friends, I guess, they posted right under it and were laughing and said, you know, Fadala says he didn't get any of that. Like, he didn't <laughs> understand any of that. And I'm like, well, I play them, so I understand it. And then I was saying, wow, I didn't know that you could do such and such. I didn't know you could do such and such. And that those are really good combos because I've only been able to link, like, a string, a button string combo with a special move. But he was doing stuff like with Scorpion. You do... um xx and then spear and then you jump straight up and then do a jump punch oh. and after the jump punch you do um 
you dash back and do the the, the I think it's the slash move with Y to bounce him up in the air. And then you do some like weird string of moves. Like you jump kick, teleport, teleport, jump kick. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so he was like, the timing on the second teleport off of a jump kick is really, really critical. And he can't pull these things off online. That was mo- most of the thing. He was oh, like, I, yeah. I hate playing online because the timing of my moves is completely off. But the smoke one was, which was the one that which that was the one that got me. It was uh, I don't know if you know about Smoke's uh, launcher where you press A down X and Y, and it's a three hit combo where he kicks you and then slashes you down and slashes up and you go up in the air. Oh, uh, okay. That's like one of his key. I haven't played with Smoke moves. yet. I, oh, I, I'm okay. sure I've seen him do it, but I haven't played with him. Yeah, uh, it was something that I I learned because I did a tag ladder with uh, Noob and Smoke mainly because Mortal Kombat Deception Noob and Smoke are together. Right. And I kind of figured out why Noob and Smoke are together. On uh, unless they unless it's a retroactive uh, you know a retcon, but the whole story about Noob, I don't know if that that story about Noob persists from the new Mortal Kombat from the old Mortal Kombat. I think you know it do- I think it does. I th- I, okay. I, I think it's it, supposed. I don't to, want yeah. to spoil it for anybody. Right. But it's really fucking cool that Noob is who he is. Right. But um, and then it makes sense that Noob and Smoke would be partners. Right. Uh, anyhow, um, with Smoke, you do AXY, you bounce him in the air. And what he does is he does the AXY, dashes, does AY, which is a shortened version of the combo, which just does the kick and the launcher. And then he dashes and does it again. So it's three launchers. And he noticed that uh, the system is designed so that you can't infinitely juggle people. Right. They, they drop down faster from the air every su- a subsequent time. Right. Um, then afterwards, you do the 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 smoke ball before they hit the ground or something like that, and you drop them, and then it drops them from the air again, and you do a jump kick throw, and I'm like, what? You can link a jump kick into a throw? And he says, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that, that's been slow. there since uh, uh, since Mortal Kombat three. Well, not since, but it originated in Mortal Kombat three. That was one of the kind of cheap looking moves where they would they would hop kick you and then just hit block, and he would jump kick jump kick you into a throw. Yeah, and I'm like, what? You could suck people into a throw as long as you jump kick them? <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, that's absolutely ridiculous, but I have to do this. I have to put this into my system with smoke. So that one seems a little bit do... more doable than yeah, it's the Scorpion very doable. one. Yeah. yeah, the Scorpion one seems to be out of this world, but the smoke one, that's why I was thinking, I'm like, I got to practice this. Um, I haven't been able to play it since I read that message, but I know the combo. Like A, right. X, Y, dash, A, Y, dash, A, Y, jump kick, teleport. And then there's some other move that I'm missing. Oh, the 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 smoke ball, jump kick, teleport, and then there's another move in there. I think another teleport, and it's like 38. percent Like what? Okay. How many That's hits? Cool. Like I seven or eight? Know. I'm guessing. Let's see. One, two, three, dash, four, five, dash, six, seven, oh, okay. eight, nine, ten, eleven. Maybe like 13 or 14 hits. Jesus. Yeah, I, I haven't I haven't gotten to that point. With my lack of skills, yeah, that's that's cool as hell, man. The the only um, thing that I can muster is with Cyber Sub Zero, um, jump punch into jump punch into three hit ground combo into ice ball into three hit ground combo. So that's jump kick, one two three, ice ball, one two three. So that's eight hits, and it's like barely twenty percent. Hmm. Um, yeah, see, I wasn't really. Yeah, I'm not big on like stringing huge combos because I can hardly remember the combos in the first place, and <laughs> I, I haven't really been able to play 
outside of doing like a ladder or the story mode when I was doing story to really know a character because in story you know they keep throwing you between characters and whatnot. Right. Um, let's see. I this morning actually I played Back to the Future the game and I finished uh, episode four so now I'm caught up on that and the story is rather interesting. It's really cool and I'm really waiting for the conclusion. I actually just downloaded a demo for a game called Sanctum, which is an FPS tower defense game. Oh, I heard about that, yeah. Yeah, So I'm, I'm A, looking forward to trying out the demo, and B, I'm looking forward for that game to go from 15 to $10. I think I'd buy it on 10. (laughs) Um, I don't know why the difference between 10 and 15 is so crucial. $5 is lunch, man. Hey, shoot, I'm, at this point, I don't even buy lunch out anymore because I'm trying to, you know, lose that weight. And the only options that I have at 4 o'clock in the morning is, like, Burger King or Taco Bell. Uh, so I usually bring lunch to work. Right. Hey, $5 is groceries, man. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. $5 is, like, a stack of bananas for the week and and some milk or something. <laughs> and cookies. Let's see. Is there anything else that I played before I get to the depressing shit? Yes. Um, No. Actually, that that's all I've done this week, besides the depressing stuff, which oh. is uh, I rented Zatoichi for uh, Blu-ray. Oh, it's the new Zatoichi. The well, not new, but it was a 2003. No, I'm saying oh because I see where this is going. Yes. Oh no. Uh, because you you were you were on my Google chat while I was yes. performing this action. Yes. Now. <clears throat> I use my PS3 like once a month. I've kind of realized that. I don't really play games on it right now because I've been busy playing Xbox and, you know, DS stuff. And So the last time I used my PS3, I recall, was to watch Requiem for a Dream in April. Mm. Two-hour movie, watched it all through, no problem. 361 comes out, what, May 20th or something like that? And then I get Zatoichi uh, last week during the week. I watched Zatoichi in about an hour and a half into watching the movie. My PS3 shuts down, <sighs> just like it did before I got it repaired for 150 fucking dollars. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? So then <clears throat> I try and watch the rest of the movie, and I think it shut down on me once every 20 minutes for the whole rest of the two-hour movie. <sighs> um, I think it might have shut down on me not even 20 minutes, maybe 10 to 15 minutes because I pretty much had to restart the console a good four times and I was supposed to finish watching the movie at one something and I finished watching it at 2.30 so so I'm thinking to myself this is really fucked up Uh, I know that a lot of people were experiencing issues with L.A. Noir, and they were experiencing a lot of this exact issue it wasn't anything different it was this exact issue shutting down have to unplug and plug it back in right after 361 came out and I didn't have this issue uh, and I'm kind of feeling like maybe you know, back when three uh, five six came out, the exact same thing happened. So I don't know if it really was a firmware issue, and I got G'd at one hundred fifty dollars, oh. or if it's um, really an overheat issue. And like, what? Just because it suddenly became eighty degrees, that it's an overheating issue. And then well, this cool well, maybe it, maybe it could my... have been before it was an overheating issue, but now that you have this firmware. Like the fan, the fan still helps, but it just doesn't help in this case. I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the issue is, and it's really frustrating because the warranty for my repair was only sixty days, which Ugh. I picked it up 
February 20th. Yeah. And that would be, I thought it was 90 days, which I would have said to myself, this is really fucked up because 90 days from when I picked it up was when I got 361. But it was 60 days, which makes it even worse. So I sent an email to um, to Sony, and I'm going to call Xcubicle just to see if maybe they could help me out. But sure. I don't know what I'm going to be able to do. They can help you out for an extra $150. Yeah, I know. And with or with an extra twenty dollar diagnostic fee, just to yeah. take a look and tell me, either yeah, it's the same issue, but like really, how is it the same issue when your fan is supposed to eliminate the issue? Right. But let's not talk about that. I went to play Prototype this morning, and after about forty minutes of playing Prototype, it shut down on me again. Oh. And so, uh, yeah, it looks like I can't use my PS3 again. That is for cock. Right, so I sent an email to PlayStation support, and like I said, I'm going to call Xcubicle just for the hell of it. And that is the depressing part of my story. Oh, I I, I tweeted about this earlier this week. Well, yesterday, because it happened yesterday. I went to Target to go get um uh, some mouthwash. And I, every time I go to Target by my job, I go to the clearance section to see what's in clearance. And I found Vanquish both for PS3 and 360. Oh, shit. For $15 on what? clearance. Yes. And guess what? I didn't buy it. Oh. Why didn't I buy it? Because I was saying to myself, it's $15. Holy shit. And I saw the PS3 version. I picked the PS3 version. Like, wait said, a wait, second. Maybe I should get the 360 version. <laughs> and then I, I'm holding the 360 version in my hand. And I'm like, am I going to play this? Yeah, exactly. It's $15. But am I going to play this? But it's fifteen dollars. But am I gonna play this? No. Put it back. I, I feel like I feel like for Vanquish, for me, it actually might be one of those things that I just throw in and play because it's like six hours long. And the same thing with Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat. Like it was one of those things where I knew that once I got it, I would throw it in and play it because it's not a huge investment, you know. Mm-hmm. So I actually made use of it for once. True. True. And I bought Final Fantasy uh, IV because I knew I would play it because there's no way that I don't play this game because I'm stupid. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a game that you can't buy and and sit on. You, you wouldn't do that just because of the history, um, you know. But mm-hmm. but for me, it was more along the lines of, um, <clears throat> well, a, am I going to play it? And B, am I really going to deal with the 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 camera inversion issue that I have with that game? Oh, uh, you can invert. I think you can invert <clears throat> your aim, but not the camera, so it gets very weird for me personally. Okay. Interesting. Um, oh, and I forgot something. I also played Portal 2, mm. and uh, I I got pretty far in it. Uh, let me just look at Steam to see how long I played it. I played it for 2.8 hours. So I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm going to say that, holy shit, I beat... Oh, no, I usually spend about two and a half hours on a, a Back to the Future episode. But... Um, <clears throat> I think I'm about halfway through Portal 2, which is good, because I hear Portal 2 is a four-hour game, blah, 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 and I talked with someone who did play Portal 2, which was Joel, and uh, he said, yeah, that's about halfway through. Okay. So that's cool. I'll be ready for co-op anytime for, you know, blah, 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 blah. So what you've been playing? Uh, I <laughs> I've played Final Fantasy 4 again. Mm-hmm. I have a problem. I need to stop. And I'm playing it right now because <laughs> I'm just grinding, and it's not easy. It's good. not easy to put down. I will be in so much trouble when they come out, or if they come out with FF6 on either portable platform, because I, I will, I will buy it, and I will 
I will play it again, and I will, you know. I bet you would. Oh. See, now, Final Fantasy VI, I need to find, they need to make another remix so that I can get it, because um, as much as I would like to get, you know, hunt down and find the remake for GBA, mm-hmm. I'm not really looking forward to it. Now, you know, the only remake that I got in the GBA, cla- in the GBA series was 4. Five, oh, 4. And I even go through that. So it would be nice if maybe they made FF6 for like 3DS or PSP or something. They're probably not going to make it for PSP because of NGP development time. All right, so many acronyms. Um, but yeah, I've been, I've been yeah. playing that shit. Uh, like I mentioned at the outset of the podcast, it, it is very much like in the style of the remakes for uh, Final Fantasy 1 and 2 on the PSP. Um, it, uh, it's very, very high-res art. Um, all the backgrounds and uh, and, and battlefields are redone so that you know they, they still resemble the old style, but you can tell that they've been upres and and use been using a more vibrant color palette and all that stuff. Uh, they have some very nice graphical effects, like when you're in town, you can kind of see a sunbeam overlay, so it looks like the sun is shining on the town. Um, and in like on Mount Hobbs in one of the mountains, like you could see like gusts of wind. So you know they they add some they add, and and let's see in the Mist Cave like you know in the Super Nintendo version they just kind of added a giant layer of fog just like as one layer, um, yeah like a parallax layer yeah and in um in this version like it actually resembles fog instead of just like like a you know a, an overlay it's so, not just like some some white drawing it's just it's not just some white you know. overlay right right um but yeah so they do it they do a nice job with that um. I'm not a hundred percent sold on the new sprite art, but it's not bad either. Um, and again, like we were talking about the jumble of pixels before, like you can kind of tell, like okay, so in the old Super Nintendo version, when Rosa gets hit to critical and she's like kneeling down, it looks like she's sitting there knock kneed, and you don't see her. It's like hard to place what her arms are and what her legs are, and it's really hard to tell because all you really see is her head mm-hmm. and the jumbled mess that is her body. And in this yes, one, like you can tell that like she's propping herself up with one arm, and her 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 left Ooh. leg is like pointing in one direction. Like you could you could tell what it is because it's high res, you know. Um, cool. I really feel like they retranslated it again. Bad or good? No, like fine. It, they, but but like it's like they they retranslated it for. I think they retranslated it for the PlayStation version. Then they might have retranslated that. For the GBA they definitely version. retranslated the PlayStation version. Yeah, and, and then they they might have retranslated that for the GBA version, and then they definitely. I tra- believe they did that yeah. too. And they definitely translated the 3D, uh, the DS version. They definitely did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like I noticed some lines are, are 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 different for this one too. So it's like, I feel like by the time we got to the DS version, the translation was really solid. Why go back and do it again? Yeah. Um, why not just use the DS translation? Right, and I was gonna. And this is one of the things I would be talking about in our remake discussion. But um, they are using the easier gameplay uh, from the older US versions. They are not what? using the incredibly hard gameplay from the DS version, which, on one hand, pleases me because then I can blaze through this game and get to After Years because I'm so anal. There's no way in that I'm gonna just jump into the After Years stuff without playing the original part first. Um, oh, which, you can actually just jump right. Yeah, into yeah, after yeah. You can just jump on. in. You can jump in. There's an interlude between the end of this game and after years, and then there's after years. So you could just jump and in. And you can do each one. Like, say, I bought it, and I can just go right to the interlude. Yes, yes. Wow. 
Wow. Cool. And I am not because I'm stupid. But no, no, no. You have to get the full experience. I know I'm stupid, <laughs> but um, because I've gotten the <laughs> full experience positive. ninety times. But um, who cares? Now it's the complete full experience. I know, for the fact but I want to play no more heroes. You might complaining about after years later. I know, but I want to play no more heroes in Ghost Recon 3DS and other games that I have that I'm gonna sell back that I can't play. Anyway, um, yeah, Ghost Recon. I want to play that too. <laughs> um, so they they're taking the easier gameplay. So like the ant lion when you get the when you get the sand pearl doesn't like totally like beat the shit out of you. Um, porcu- mm-hmm. porcupine type enemies don't needle you the instant that you hit them through the physical attack. Oh god, yeah, I remember that. Which is what they did in the in the DS version. Like, but there, mm-hmm. there's something about that DS version that while it started to piss me off when I got the hang of it, like I really liked it. I really liked the challenge of like buffing my guys and actually thinking about shit before I did it. And this just kind of right. seems like kindergarten all over again. Um, where where am I? I right now? I'm up to uh, I had just I have just beaten the the bomb the mom bomb or whatever they call it and whoever hasn't yeah, played mom. this game yet you know well you'll know what I'm talking about this is about five and a half hours in or so um, and I I think uh, I still think that the DS version is I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the DS version so far is the best iteration of Final Fantasy IV I'm not going to necessarily say that it is the best Final Fantasy IV product because obviously the PSP version has more value um, yes but what the DS version lacks in value of extra content, because remember, the GBA version has more content as well that the DS version does not. Right. Um, the DS version mm-hmm. makes up for in gameplay with all the like class-based uh, abilities that you can stuff into your characters and, and use a second time around and all that crap. There's none of that in this version. So, right. like, to me... The... There's different levels of authenticity <laughs> between the versions. Right, right. Um, this one, I would say obviously is more authentic but more authentic and more complete but the DS version from a gameplay standpoint 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 is more complete if that makes any sense like the mechanics the the the, the extra things that you can do make it a better game but it is not the original game and it is not pack as much content um and again this is something that I'll go into in the remake discussion because it's something that I I find very interesting um but aside from that, I picked up Zack and Wiki again. Um, I had left off after the first two easiest stages that you can play, and um, the third, the third level, or at least the one that I chose to play, if you remember anything about it, is the one where there are all these critters like um, going through some some ritual and doing some worship around like this totem pole type thing. And the treasure that you're supposed to get is engulfed in flames on top of the totem pole, and you're supposed to figure out I how think to I get did that. that. Yeah, and or I'm stuck on that. The first thing that I noticed or re-noticed upon uh, booting that game up is that there is such a cacophony of noise just everywhere, <laughs> like in that level specifically, because there were guys chanting and like dancing or whatever. There is like um, the fire crackling. There are the guys going um, um. Oh, and then wah, when they're like dancing around, there is Wiki, uh, there is Zach going hey 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 when he climbs a vine. There there are his footsteps. Um, there is like whenever you shake the Wiimote and you use the bell staff, there's that noise. Um, and it's just like and, and there's the background music. So it's just like it's like a freaking kindergartner's TV show where there's so much noise <laughs> just happening around, and you're like, God damn it, can't I just turn down one of these things? Um, but 
you know, obviously that's just one part of it. Like it, it I, I forgot how great it looks, and I forgot how inventive, or not necessarily inventive, but how how much I appreciate the kind of old school adventure gameplay packed into these mini self contained levels, um, and and the usage of the Wiimote, which isn't super like awesome, but it's it's appropriate um, in that Mario Galaxy type of way where it's not amazing but it also just feels right. Um, and and I, I think it's one of those games that is definitely indicative of the Wii experience. And, you know, any Wii owner should buy it to, to right. kind of understand. But unfortunately, not enough Wii owners did buy it. Right, exactly. And it's not one of the things where, like, if you're a Wii owner, you need to buy Mario Galaxy because if you were an any console owner and that console had Mario Galaxy, you should buy Mario Galaxy. What I'm saying is that Zack and Wiki is um, is probably an experience that you wouldn't necessarily get outside of the Wii unless they decided to put... It, it, it's, it's one of those games that is different. Let's put it that way. That is different okay. and indicative of the unique experience that third-party publishers try to make at a Nintendo platform. And not in the sense that Mario Galaxy is such a good game that if you're a Wii owner, you should buy it. Like, that that should be bought on the merit of its quality alone is, what I'm, is, is how I'm distinguishing the two. Does that make Ooh. sense? Got it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like it makes sense to you. It does. Okay. You're like, it does! That, that, no. I do not sound unsure. Your face sounds unsure. But, uh, yeah, I, it's like, it, it's, it's it's really a shame that it that it didn't sell as well as it, it should have. Um, and, you know, part of it, it part of it's because it's a kiddie game and, and the name is silly, but, you know, it, it's a Capcom game. And, you know, if you, if you know your games, you know they're, they're up to snuff most of the time. You know, um, I am about uh, one, two, three. I am three extra puzzles. So that's five. I'm five stages in. And I have to ask you something. You said that you got stuck. Did you get stuck because you couldn't figure out what to do next and you don't want to use a fact? Or did you get stuck in the sense that you did something in earlier levels that affected how you could progress in later levels and now you can't progress? Uh, I don't know. I'm looking at my my backlog and it it just says I'm in fire levels, <laughs> and I I'm pretty sure that there was something in one of the fire levels that I just couldn't figure out, okay. and I stopped playing. Okay, and I hadn't played since. So it's one of those things where it's like, okay, eventually if you got sick of it, you're like, okay, um, I'm going to game facts this because I'm sick of this. Maybe. Maybe. I think I probably refuse to use game facts on this game. Yeah. See, I mean, for me, it's like it's because it, it's a puzzle game. Yeah, but it it gets to, for me it gets to a point where like the puzzles are supposed to be fun, and when the game stops being fun, the game loses its purpose, and you just want to go on, you know. Uh, have you ever used the yeah. hint system? I probably have, but I probably try and resist that too because, you know, with me and puzzle games, that's part of the game. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, for me personally, when it comes to puzzle games, I get like so anal about the whole system is that my satisfaction with a puzzle game comes from me being able to solve it. And unless it's something where it's, like, story-based and I kind of forget where I am in the story, which kind of happens a lot. Right. Because a lot of times I'm playing games in the middle of the night and my attention span isn't really there, so I kind of, like, pass through dialogue sometimes. Like, oh, shit, I can't get back to that. I don't know what I'm supposed to do next, that kind of thing. Yeah. Or uh, I'll pick up a game and I'll be playing it, but they don't really have a sense of direction. Uh, for Zack and Wiki, like I haven't played in a while, but I'm pretty sure that in Zack and Wiki, I was in in the middle of something, and I had to do something 
but I couldn't do it in time or something like that. And then I said, well, ooh, look at this game. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like I kept trying. I'm like, oh, fuck this. I am not playing this for a while. It was more on the lines of um, – I'll I'll pick this up in a in, you know a day or two and the day or two turned into like three years. Right. Okay. So you're not totally giving up on it, but like if you really no. could not figure that puzzle out, would you then then be like you know what, fuck it? Yeah, I use a hint card. I mean, at this point, because my my paradigm of playing games has changed. It's like I just want to finish the game. It's like I don't my pride in using a game. I mean, using a game, finishing game without using a hint coin or something like that. It, that has kind of gone away. Like with Professor Layton. Oh, I have no problem using hint coins. And with Back to the Future, I had no problem using a hint or two just to, you know, kind of jog my memory and right. get back into it. Right. So I, I, I probably would use a hint in Zack and Wiki. Yeah. I guess it's it just for me, it's like I spent the money on the thing. And if this is going to stop me from enjoying it, I might as well just keep, like, just do something to, you know, get get myself back into it. So that's why I was, I'm like, I eventually have no problem with using a fact if it helps me get, you know, get to enjoying the game again. Um, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Now, Edju said he sent in a question, but I don't see it anywhere in the mailbag, so I have uh, I have um, asked him to resend it, so we'll see if that comes in. But what else have I been playing? I have been playing um, Worms Reloaded, and <laughs> that game, and I think I told you in person... Um, on uh, at, at the poorhouse when we were at Rock Band, um, that game looks spanking good in 1080p. And when I say spanking good, I don't mean like oh they made the sprites in 1080p, like so it looks like super spectacular. No, but I mean they they made it scalable so that if you go to 1080p, it doesn't look like it's all interpolated and shit. You know, like mm. I don't know what they do to the worm sprites themselves, but they're they're super scalable. And it looks really good on the 1080p um, display. Um, other than that, it's worms. I don't really know what else to say about it other than it's worms. And, <laughs> oh, one thing I think I can say about it, unless I just haven't seen it yet, is I think they got rid of the banana bomb. And that makes me really sad. Because mm. that was my favorite weapon to use. Um, the other thing that I, be- that I either they got rid of or that I don't know how to activate, is the same type of slow-mo replay that they had in Worms Armageddon. Um, in Worms Armageddon, when you performed a particularly um, smashing set of kills that was awesome, like, they would replay and everything would go yep, in and slow-mo. Oh, it was so awesome. In this Very one, they fun. kind of go in slow motion, but they don't go quite slow enough, and it doesn't slow down the audio, which was half the fun of it. Um... But uh, they they have um w- one of the things that I really liked Worms for is the voice samples and there was a there was a there was a point in time where I used all the voice samples for my Windows ninety eight sound sounds so like oh, I remember that yeah when I would start like a program it would go like hello and shit like that and I think when a mm-hmm. when a program would cr- crash it would take the the Asian sound effect and go make tossed and all cra- all this racist stuff like that but one of the things that they have is is British CAD and like one of the things when it's your turn he'll go like. Hello, and he'll be he'll be like a British playboy. Do you remember? Did you remember mm-hmm. Inglorious Bastards? Yes. The character who, saw them both. <laughs> the, the the character who who played um the undercover guy um who was talking to Mike Myers um, with the really thin mustache. The Bri- there... the British guy who spoke fluent German, like the way he was talked. It... Oh, chap! Hello, chap! That guy. No, nah, nah, that guy. 
Yeah, I think I kind of remember. The guy who fucked up by because, ordering uh, the ordering three that's shots. That's what I was going to ask. The yeah. guy who who got everybody killed in the bar. Yeah, well, I say, old chap, that's the voice sample. I mean, it's not him, but that's mm-hmm. the the motif. Um, and so, like when it, like when one of your worms dies, he goes, "I'm feeling rather pinky." And so it, it's it, they just do a really good job with all the voice samples. Um, I would say that's probably the one reason why I play worms. Because it, it, it just generally devolves into, like, all right, I'm just going to start teleporting everywhere and using the ninja rope. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, worms. What else can we say except for the fact that it's worms? Um, have I been playing anything else? Um, oh, yeah, I've been playing Mess Around with my PC. So I had to reinstall Windows uh, at the beginning of this week. So I reinstalled Windows 7 Home Premium. Getting getting right along with that, and then all of a sudden, Google Chrome decided to stop working. Hmm. I would boot up a web page, and it would churn and churn and churn and not do anything. And then eventually, some weird exception would happen, and I would reboot and uninstall and reboot and reinstall and try it again, and it would do the same thing. And finally, when I got frustrated enough to start su- searching for the error message, the actual error code stopped manifesting. Which is really stupid because I should have written it down the first time I saw it, but sometimes I get so pissed off that I just don't. And then I kept on trying to make it crash, and it would churn and churn and churn and crash, but not show me the error code. So I was I was at a loss. Like, I could not do anything. And then I tried to, like, do a virus scan with my Panda Cloud antivirus, and nothing would go, and it wouldn't scan. It would just sit there and churn. And I realized, I probably just got a virus. In the scant amount of time between installing Windows, getting online, getting updates, and installing my antivirus, something slipped through the cracks. So I then on Wednesday, I went back and re-reinstalled Windows 7. And the, the instant that Windows came up and started installing Windows Update, I installed my cloud antivirus. And then I rebooted and did all that stuff. And it all was right with the world until this morning when I realized, hey, we have to record the podcast. I don't have Skype on this thing. Let me install Skype. Well, I installed Skype, and it was about to start up, and makes that stupid startup noise, and then it just crashed. No error message, no nothing. It just said, Windows ha- uh, Skype has stopped working. Windows is going to find a solution, which it never does. And it was finding a solution, and it didn't find a solution. And I tried to boot it up in compatibility mode, and it said, Skype is incompatible, so we're going to boot it up with, uh, with Windows XP Service Pack 3 mode. Here, go ahead. It started up, then it crashed again. So I uninstalled it, went to oldversion.com, installed the old ver- like 3.8 when the sign-in window looked like AIM, and it logged in, and it logged me right back out and crashed. So I don't know what the hell is wrong with Skype, but I hate it now, and I hate my computer, and I'm dreading the possibility of having to reinstall Windows yet again just to get Skype to work. And this has nothing to do with video games. So if you're sitting there saying <laughs> yeah. that, you know, oh, see how bad PC gaming is, it has nothing to do with the platform. It's just because I fuck around my PC. Now, Edu, did you send in your question? Let's see. He did not. So, sorry, you don't get your question answered. But I do have a question from Reese Witherspoon, Lose Weight, Free Trial. Thanks. Let's do it. Great. <laughs> the subject is Reese Witherspoon, find out... Reese Witherspoon, find out how... I actually, Did I really say Reese Witherspoon? That's really bad. Um, <laughs> That's bad for her. The actual message says, find out more! HTTP... Dietmites.com. Yeah, I'm sure it leads to something that's legit. Uh, it actually leads to dietmites.com. Okay, anyway. Yes, so that's what I've been playing in Edu. You don't have your question in, so I'm not going to ask it until it comes in, So which may happen in the middle of our discussion. But that's fine. Anyway, we are going to take a bathroom break. 
And when we come back in half an hour, hopefully you will have gone to the bathroom too. If you are driving not in your leather seat, but if so, I mean, your car, not mine. Anyway, we are going to be right back. Eat a dick. We have returned from the toilet bowl. I lost about five pounds. How much? How about you? Uh, about six. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk about remakes, especially coming off the heels of Final Fantasy IV and the six fucking remakes that they had. Um, and again, this is this is just talking about you know the concept behind them, not necessarily should you make them or should you not, because obviously if people are going to buy them, you're going to make them. Um, but there's something specifically that I remember George Lucas of Star Wars fame saying, um, and you know what, I'm going to take the time, I just realized I should do this, I'm going to take the time here to pull up the quote on remakes, if it's out there. Uh, George Luke, I just spelled it Giraj. George <laughs> Lucas, quote, remake, this wicked evil never brother. finished. N- n- wicked evil brother. Um, let's see. Uh, it doesn't, yeah, I can't really find it. I just, I remember him saying something about remakes in that an artist is never finished with his work because there's something he can always do to improve it and mm. I, I, I'm not I'm not an I'm not an artist okay I, I haven't drawn anything in years I haven't taken that seriously I'm not an art student I didn't major in art I I, I you know whatever I don't have that same appreciation as a true artist does like I, and, and though I may like to draw and like to do stuff like that, I don't consider myself an artist by trade or by hobby because that would be unfair to people who actually are good at that stuff. But to me, if I'm creating something, the, there, there has to be a line with your magnum opus, I feel, where you put it to bed. This is the work, and that's it. You, you know, And, and I, I realize that from George Lucas's standpoint and from a lot of video games' standpoint, that technology changes things so much that you almost can't suppress the urge to want to redo it and want to improve it and want to add to it. But True. in George Lucas's case, I think there's a difference between bringing it up to today's standards and changing it. And by that I specifically mean putting Anakin Skywalker in in Return of the Jedi, having him be played by Hayden Christensen instead of the old fogey in the re-releases. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and go, oh, going... Wait, didn't he also do... Um, what's his face? As Obi-Wan? Uh, Ian McGregor? Uh, no, Ian McGregor. No, I think they kept it as Alec Guinness. Oh, they did? Because I could be wrong, but I think they kept him as Alec Guinness because it made more sense from the story perspective where, like... Yeah, because when, that, he was that age when he died. Well, he was that age when he died, but he was still good. And when Anakin dies, like, yeah, he kind of says, you were right, you were right. But he's still, like, old, grizzled, and, like, mechanical. Right. And, and just, like, the old, the real him, technically, if you want to be really Star Wars about it, and I'm not really Star Wars nerd about it, so I don't care, but, you know, if you want to be technical about it, the real Anakin died, you know, uh, d- b- before he killed Samuel L. Jackson. You know what I mean? Um... Yeah, I do. 
Spoiler alert. Yes, when he turns to the dark side. Yes, that's what I mean. Um, so I don't know. It's like, it's like, he, what else? Like he, you know, he made all he put things in the windows of the Cloud City that was cool. Um, he, but yeah. you know, there, there are things, there, there are things where you add little touches, and then there are things where you just go way <laughs> overboard. And I feel like right, like there were some things in the special editions that were cool. Like uh, I think they <clears throat> added some CG stuff to the whole uh, the X-wing like trench run, like when they were in the space before they started to attack the Death Star. They added some stuff. Right. And, I and don't I, really remember. And I'm saving this one for last because I can hear all the Star Wars nerds going, "What about what what about?" But when who shoots first, Han or Greedo? Everybody knows that Han. Shoots oh first. right. But no, he had to change it because I mean, like things like that. And so then, when you when you go to Final Fantasy four, and you start adding dungeons or extra content, which which actually that's fine because that's after the original game concludes. Mm-hmm. But then it's in, not like they added dungeons to right, the regular to the main game. story. But then when you go to the DS version and you start adding these abilities. And I have no problem with the three. Actually, I think that this is one of the arguments that I have for remakes is that with te- because there's technology, you want to see something old that's re-realized in, in the way that perhaps the original artist vision was. Um, but like thing, to me, things like Greedo shooting first and you know whatever, that's not, that's not the original vision mm-hmm. to me. Otherwise, he would have done it. With the original screenplay, right? Period. He would have done Period. it because that's not something that's technological. Well, it's not something that's blocked by technology, right? And and if he had decided to say, okay, in the editing room, I'm going to change this because I look at the scene and it's not quite right. Han shouldn't be doing this. Then it, he's done it before he has completed his work and released it in theaters. Yes, but he didn't. Right. So then you go back to Final Fantasy IV and you're like, I'm going to add in all these abilities, and. Make you play through it twice because this is different. Like you can you can switch these abilities back and forth and yada 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 and open up new like new abilities by using older abilities and whatever. Like with the new game plus, and you'll make you it'll make you want to play through a third time. Um, that's when I start to get it starts to get nebulous for me because I actually feel that it makes it a better game, but at mm-hmm. the same time it's not it's not the original. Like it's not Final Fantasy four anymore. Yet it's the best version of it. So you know wh- where do where do we stand with that? Like like where do you stand with things like that, in general? Uh, they're cool, but I they're things that I don't really take advantage of. Like I I played through Final Fantasy IV on the DS once, and I wasn't inclined to do a new game plus on it. Uh, nor was I inclined to use any of the new abilities. I wanted to <clears throat> go through the game as it was, as I went through it before. Okay. So I don't really think I used any of the new stuff that they threw into it. Okay. So so it sounds like you're against it in some sort. Not that I'm against it. It's just that I'm more impartial to it. I I had more apathetic. Like I yeah, it's cool, but it's not something that I would take advantage of at least in this game. Um I'm trying to think of a game that had features like that that I jumped on, but usually when it comes to remakes, um I don't really do that, you know. Like, why, for example, well, why is that uh, though? What, like, to, to elaborate. Why is that? Maybe it's because I don't have the time. Uh, but nowadays, when I play like a remake of a game, I tend to just want to see what the my experience is compared to my original experience. So I will play the game in its like 
full original glory. Say, for example, uh, like God of War. You know, they remade God of War for PS3. And they added, like, you know, like the achievements and things like that. But I wouldn't really be too keen on getting the achievements because I really just want to see, like, how the, the, the graphics look and compare my new experience with the PS3 to my original experience on the PS2. So, like, I play the Final Fantasy IV for DS, but I really just want to see how cool it is to go through my original memories, but now in 3D, and compare all the little quirks from Final Fantasy II on the Super Nintendo <clears throat> and see how they were uh, used or removed or modified or upgraded for the 3D version, which is why I was so, like, so only keen from... on the you spoony bard part. Right, but the only the... Every time I play it. Right, but you said modified or changed, which, you know, these new gameplay additions are modifications and changes. So are you saying only from an aesthetic standpoint? From an aesthetic standpoint, not from, uh, like, added gameplay or new dungeons and things like that. Like, uh, I finished Final Fantasy... No, I didn't finish Final Fantasy IV Advance. Um, but there was something... Oh, I think it was Final Fantasy One and Two that I finished, and... I didn't really bother with the new dungeons. I think maybe with one I did, but with two I completely didn't. And the reason why two I think is significant for me because I played through both of those on PlayStation? the PlayStation, and they didn't have extra dungeons. But um, for Final Fantasy two, I really wanted to compare the gameplay experience between, uh, f- you know, that one discrepancy that I found in the PlayStation version where you know my big strong guy would take thousands upon thousands of damage and it was it was just really kind of uh like almost antithetical it was like you know he's supposed to be this big brain right he's dude supposed to be supposed absorbing to the hits not like right and he'll he takes the most damage out of everybody and right. it really kind of got to me so i went to see if there was a difference there but i don't think i ever really got that far I know in Final Fantasy 1, I, I finished it completely. In Final Fantasy 2, I got to a certain point, and then I decided to go do something else. But with 1, I wasn't too keen on doing the extra dungeons. I might have fought, like, 1 or 2, but after that, I think I just wanted to start over and, like, try and do, like, a full white mage thing. <laughs> right. Which I, I... That didn't last long. <laughs> so it sounds like... Because before the podcast, you said, I'm pretty big on Remix. But it sounds like you're not big on remakes as much as you are big on just reupholstery. Is that uh, is that accurate? Because like it, you know taking advantage and, and this is not a judgment, it's just an observation. Like like taking yeah. advantage of a remake is to and, and when I see God of War, that's not a remake. That is a that is a an HDifying of it. That's not a remake to me. A re-release. A re-release. Yes. Um and I, I feel like when, when when we talk about remakes, we are taking advantage of the new stuff that they have to offer. Now, with something like Resident Evil remake, you, you have we have no choice but to take advantage of it because they, it, it it is the game. But with Final Fantasy IV, you never did the new game. Plus, did you ever use the additional abilities? Might have used one. Okay, so you weren't really serious about that either. So I'll, I'll count no. that as a no. Um, so yeah, so that that's why to me it sounds like more you're more up for re re. Not reimagining, not remake, but reupholstering. That's the best. That's the best verb. I, verb I could come up for it, or 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 <laughs> prettification, I guess. Well, yeah. Um, I'm can't really think of a situation. Uh, even with like <clears throat> the remade Pokemon games, like uh, which 
they're not necessarily remade. They are because there are new features and things like that. Um, I remember getting uh, Pokemon Leaf Green, which is a remake of the original Pokemon game. And oh, okay, that's they add features right. and things like that, but. I, n- I didn't actually feel the need to play through it. <laughs> so I I just used it to get, like, the starter Pokemon into, like, di- uh, Pokemon Pearl. But then I managed to play through half of Pokemon Heart Gold, which is a remake of the second Pokemon game. And there's there's a significant difference because they add extra things and they kind of flesh out the story a bit. And then they made, um because of the fact that they have Heart Oh, heart. They have gold, silver, and crystal, and crystal was more of like a an upgrade to heart. So why I keep saying heart when I'm thinking gold? You're thinking a Captain Planet. Yes. Um, crystal is more of an upgrade to gold and silver, where they added certain things. So what they did with heart, gold, and soul silver was they added those upgrades into from crystal into it, uh, while still giving it the unique appearances of gold and silver. <clears throat> And then they changed some of the story. But I only played through half of it. <laughs> so um, I didn't really take advantage of like a lot of the new features that they put into it. And then there's some other games that I am playing, like the remake of, but I never really played the original, so I don't have anything to reference upon. Right. So, bleh. Bleh. Like Persona for PSP. And right. Persona 3 PSP, which I haven't played yet, but I played through a little bit of Persona, and I don't have any reference data for the original so bleh right now if I know you said it's because of your playing style and like like your schedule and all that stuff but supposing that in Final Fantasy IV's case you know for, in my opinion it makes it a better game and it makes it somewhat of a different game not entirely because most of the core is intact but if a game came out like a Resident Re- Resident Evil ha like a Resident Evil remake um that was quite different would you be inclined to play it or would you be like eh that's too different it's not they're not just taking the core experience and making it more pretty I kind of don't want to and you have played the original I don't really want to deal with it like would you would you take it that way or would you be like no I'll give it a shot because it's a different game depends on what the game is I mean if it's Final Fantasy 4 I'm gonna want to get it regardless right but if it's a game that I don't really care too much about I probably wouldn't be too keen on it Right. So if it was Final Fantasy IV, and it was drastically changed, and, and as drastic as you can change it without totally making it a, like not recognizable, like certain events happen differently, or certain dungeons are rejiggered, and they don't resemble the old ones, you know what I mean? Like, and, and maybe they turn it into a quasi-class-based game like they did in the DS version. N- not really class-based, but like ability-based. Um, you encounter mm-hmm. different people in different spots, but the kind of overall thing is somewhat intact. Would you be down for that, or would you be like, you know what, they changed it too much? That's like that. That's going too it far. It depends, because what you're saying sounds almost like um, it, it sounds like remake, like, Resident Evil remake. That it, that's the template that I'm trying to go for is the Resident Evil remake, right? Where basically some of the, the the places and the people are changed, but the overall story remains the same. It's like the point A to point B is the same, but how you get there is different from the original, right? Uh. I would probably be willing to play Final Fantasy IV like that because I've played it so much. Right. It would be cool to be able to play the same kind of game with the same environment with a reimagining of how it happened, almost like Mortal Kombat. Right. 
Though Mortal Kombat has a great you know, excuse that... for it not being a reimagining, but kind of being, but not really, but is kind of, sort of. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's what made it so cool. Like, I, I don't even know if they've done that with, like, a, a truly story-based game where they reimagine the story and it's more like, yeah, this is the same story, but we're telling it in a different way. Right. And... And, yeah, some of the places are the same, but some of the places are going to be different. Actually, they might have done that with a game. I just can't even think of it. Like, I feel like I might have played a game that was a remake of another game. Not not Resident Evil, but, you know, maps were kind of redesigned and, um, you know, and not redesigned as in, oh, they, they threw in a secret room here, but, like, completely redesigned, say, to take advantage of current technology. And maybe you went somewhere at a particular point in the game, but no, now you don't do that. You go and you go to this place a little bit later on in the game. Right. That kind of thing. I don't know. Have you? Do is there any game that kind of rings a bell like that for you? Um, and and if I'm misunderstanding what you just said, I apologize, and and you can feel free to correct me. But um, ah, uh, other than Re- Resident Evil remake, I don't I don't really think so. Um, okay. A- am I am I understanding what you said right? Like like it sounds like you're describing remake. Yeah, so yeah, I'm describing a remake in 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 terms of. Um, and and uh, for the folks listening, when I say remake, I'm saying it with a capital R and a capital E. Resident <laughs> Evil remake, because that's how I type it. So. Um. Yeah, I'm kind of referring it. You know, like for example, the original game will have you go. In using letter fashion, like you, you're starting at A and you do B, C, D, E, F. Yeah. But now in this reimagining, like say, oh well, wouldn't it be cool if you went from A to C and then you did D, F, and right. you ended up at B? Dude, speaking of which, I want to. Fi- I, I got to go back to playing that game and finishing it because I never finished it. What game? Remake. Yeah, I do too. Because I'm in the middle of it and I have oh, no God, idea. That was so such a good one. game. Anyway, I'm sorry. Keep going. Um. Well, I was done when oh. I said what I had said. So, you know. It's almost like uh, like Ocarina of Time Master Quest. Except oh. Ocarina of Time Master Quest was the same kind of game. Yeah. But it was... Uh, it They didn't change how you had to... Oh, even better. It was like... the What I'm thinking is almost like Zelda Second Quest. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the story it, it's, is it's the same, same. It's the but same how you game. Get through the story is right. different. It's the same game. It's not even remade. It's just like, yo, let's fuck with your head. Right. Let's do things differently this time. Yeah. Other than remake, I, I really don't. Um, I don't. I don't think I've encountered any any re-releases that do it to that extreme. Um, uh, here's here's an interesting example. I, I I was watching Giant Bomb Quick Looks, and they have Quick Looks for Yars Revenge and Star Raider or Star Raiders. Mm-hmm. Which are not Two games even, that I would like to have. Which are not even remakes. They are no. fully 3D, like, yo, let's take the spirit of this game, make it 3D, and slap the name onto it. And they're, like, basically bastardizations that don't look very good at all. Um, <laughs> but, like, they're there. And so so I don't even know what to call that. But I, I guess, you know what, I guess that falls into the same vein. That Maybe that doesn't count for this conversation, because that falls into the same vein of Prince of Persia. Yeah, it's more of a... a it, it's, it's a new game, just a... Using the same title, it's hard to think of what you would call that kind of game. Right. A bastardization. No. Um, <laughs> which, you know, which, which, which Yara's Revenge looks like to me. But, like, yeah, I, I, I haven't encountered much like that. Um, 
it's something that, and I'm like, as we're talking, I'm scaring myself. Okay, so possibly, and I haven't played through this to know, but possibly the version of Rondo of Blood that is on the um, the PSP version. Mm-hmm. Maybe they change up stuff there. I'm not entirely sure. I don't know. I think they might have kept that true to original because there was never an American game of Rondo of Blood. Right. And I don't. I didn't play through the original, but I did play through the PSP one, and it didn't. I mean, it seemed like everything right. was there for that. Right. I mean, th- th- this 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 topic is really one of those things where I would say, like, if I'm going to have the now, there, there's a there's a a kind of line that that I draw. But if I'm going to have the remake, I also demand to have the original. Given that the original is not like a janky eight bit or poorly designed 16-bit game. Like, like if they were... I'm just pulling this out of my ass. But if they were going Mm -hmm. to remake the Atari version of Pac-Man, and it was awesome, I'm not going to sit there and say, I want to have the Atari Pac-Man on Virtual Console. No. Well, yeah, think about, like, Yars Revenge. I mean, if they remade Yars Revenge, which they did, would you want to say, yeah, I want the original Yars Revenge? Not really, because Yars Revenge is just basically a a full-screen kind of... Five second game. That specifically, yes, you're right. But and I'm gonna try to look up um, something here um, mm-hmm. because I forgot the game that I'm thinking about. What it? Okay, so uh, is this it? No, that's not it. I I'm trying. I'm really trying to remember the name of the game that is like Missile Command, but had four silos in each corner of the screen, and like you had. Um, you had uh, enemy like bases on the planet. It's the one that I played with Pete at PAX East. Uh, f- shit, for the life of me, I can't remember what it is. I know that there is an XBLA... Oh, I'm sorry. That there was a game room port of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't... Again, I can't remember the name of it. I really like that game. Mm-hmm. Even though it's an Atari game. Or an arcade game. Like an old, old ass, like, like vector... Gra- not even vector graphics, but like pixelated, junky looking game. I would want the original. So it depends okay. on what the game is, and it depends on how good they make it. But And I say that because, you know, there are some points where the original is as good because it's... It's as good as the remake because the remake changes so much that it's not better, it's just different. And that's how I kind of feel, again, that's how I kind of feel about the Lucas remakes, where they look prettier, but Han's character is not as good because you made him shoot second. <laughs> so in essence it's not as good a story. You know what I mean? And so when you when you talk about Final Fantasy 4 for the DS, had they fucked it up in some certain way, yes, I would have been totally buying into, yo, this is the first time we get to fully realize one of my most beloved games from my childhood in 3D in a fully realized world and not just a clump of sprites that that they that they had to censor from kissing, which is ridiculous. But mm-hmm. they made the characters play stupid. Like, it, the gameplay is worse. It's whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, I would still demand the original. And so when, when you remake something, you change things. Um, and it could be argued that, you know, when you bring out um, Final Fantasy for the PSP and the difficulty is dumbed down, you may have made it a worse game. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know where where do we draw the line with when a remake should happen and when it shouldn't. And slash or, when is it time to be like you know what? From not from again not from a dis, uh, d- uh, business standpoint, but from an artistic standpoint, you know what? It's time to hang it up. 
No more remakes of this game. If we are going to re-release it, we are going to re-release it. But there's no need to keep on tweaking it and rejiggering it and whatever. Just, just we're just done with it. Like, what do what do you think? Uh, shoot. I I think that when maybe from the artist's standpoint, when they feel that this is it, this is done the way it is, and I am perfectly satisfied with it being done this way is when it shouldn't be remade. And maybe that's the reason why there is no remake of Final Fantasy VII. Maybe. Because maybe the the the, the original, or, well, probably not the original, because Saguchi was probably the guy behind Seven. Uh, he's no longer with Square. But maybe the people at Square Enix feel that that game in and of itself is good enough. Doesn't need to have a, a remake. But then that leads to the question of why are there so many Final Fantasy IV remakes? Right, and 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 that's an interesting, you know, not I shouldn't say it's an interesting because that, that's a very that's a very like salient point of yo when the artist says it's done, it's done. However, um, and I, and I'm talking about the other side of things where people go too far, not where people decide when it's done. Like, I I uh, I feel like and and I and I got to bring this back to Lucas. Sometimes you don't know when to call it quits. You, you're yeah, you're you're, dis- you're sitting in an illusion of your own ego, uh, of your own like fantasy of like, well, we need to do this, we need to do that, and like, obviously, an artist's work belongs to him, but that doesn't mean that from a um, from from the perspective of someone who appreciates the art, because there, there are two things, you know, an artist makes an art, uh, artist, an artist makes an art. Wow. <laughs> See that that just brought up the phlegm. <clears throat> Excuse Fantastic. me. Fantastic. Artists make art for them can make art for themselves for their own purposes for their own edification. But artists also put out their art for people to appreciate. And yes. So I guess it depends on what side of the coin you want to be on as an artist. But. It's it's too easy for and, and and you know to to be fair to be fair it's too easy for a consumer or an appreciator to sit there and say okay well this artist is obviously delusional he's full of himself this is just mental masturbation this is just him going too far it's it's what I say when I think about what Andre three thousand has done to himself in his solo career after Outcast thinking that he's Prince. Thinking that you know his his duty in life is to sing and make all these really shitty R and B songs or pop songs or progressive pop or whatever subgenre you want to like f- make up for what he's doing when really he is one of the best rappers alive and he should be doing that. Well, who's to say he should be doing that, right? Right. He's an artist. He's doing it for himself. But I, as a consumer, as an appreciator of his work, you know, I have an opinion on what he's good at and what he you know what he uh, um what he gives to the world in his hip-hop music, is some of the best out there. And for him to stop that, as a consumer, I'm like, ugh. So you carry that over to Lucas. It's like, well, you're never done because you can always improve it. No, you can be done. To me, you know, yes, you're you, maybe you're doing this for yourself, but at the same time, you are, you're also kind of butchering the memories of the people who appreciated your original art. And so they kind of have want to be able to appreciate the way that it was, but you can't necessarily get the original VHS anymore anymore. You can't necessarily get the original versions anymore because you're updating it and the other things are being phased out. So you are changing, you know, your art forever. 
and, and except when you decide to release the original art along with the new art, which is the reason why I have the special editions of right. Star Wars: Return of Jedi and Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, but and, and I don't know that for future generations that he's going to do that. He's not. Exactly. I think the Blu-rays so, don't have the originals. They're right. just the special editions. Exactly. And so then when you get to that certain point, you you've erased what you remember or what the original vision was. And so when when they re-release Final Fantasy IV on PSP and they and they change, you know, the difficulty level. Uh, and and ideally like the, you know, I'm using this only as an example because I, so far I think they've really done a good job of being faithful. Um mm-hmm. but suppose they decide to change it and suppose 50 years down the line or 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 200 years down the line when you and I are passed away and our and our great grandkids are are wondering like where is the original game that great 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 granddaddy played i want to play it well it's nowhere you know because it's re-released and they've changed it and the old ones the old ones and i sound uh, the old ones <laughs> but like the the older versions are you know, no longer to be found because they've phased it out. It's gone. You don't ever have that original whatever. And so, like, again, that that bothers me. Whereas, like, you know, the music the music comparison doesn't really hold water because you can still get Andre, uh, like, old Outkast albums. True. So that's not as much of a problem. But you see where I'm going with this? So they make a Final Fantasy VII remake. Well, they re-released it on PSN. Thank God for that. They re-released right. Final Fantasy II. Well, not thank thank God for that because that's not the original version to me. <laughs> but no. they released Final Fantasy two for SNES on Virtual Console, you know, the shitty version. Um, right, but you can always go. That means now nowadays you can go back to it. You can play Final Fantasy four complete and go. Well, I wonder what this was like when it first came out. Boom, you go to Final Fantasy two. Right, and then you probably won't be so satisfied because you know. But we'll move on from that. Yeah, but yeah. So so again, I, I feel that that's the. That's the kind of danger I think of remakes is that you know in remakes versus re-releases. I you know I fully support re-releases so long as they know what they're do- so long as they know what they are. You know, like yeah. we're not going to make any bones about it. Yes, we're re-releasing it. We're not going to sit here and charge you like sixty dollars just to buy this re-release. We just want this game to stand the test of time. Well, not stand the test of time. We just want this game to be preserved. And that's that was one of the big arguments for like emulation, right? Preserve the game. Um, yeah. And I have no problem with that. It's just when they either when they remake something and they bastardize it so much that um, so much that it's so much that it's almost unrecognizable, or that it's like um, or, or they or they you know charge it as is, as if it were a new release. Like if God of if the God of War collection had been sixty dollars, or if they released right. God of War HD for PlayStation Three. Normally, retail games are only are sixty dollars, but we're giving it to you for only fifty dollars. Really, just God of War one? <laughs> no, just God of War. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So that, that you know, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm rambling on with this, but you, you, I hope you get my drift. Um, I do. But so to me, and and this is kind of this is again I'm tangenting off of my question too. Is when do you think they should stop? Um, and and I basically mentioned that well. Even though, like, it's it's the artist's right to say when they think they should stop, like, it doesn't make it good. It doesn't make it a good product or a good piece of work, in my opinion. True. I mean, I. But, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that there aren't really many cases of that phenomenon. It's really, uh, like, in my memory, the only thing that I can think of that 
is being treated this way is Star Wars. Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm still throwing Final Fantasy four into the mix here at just at well, the yeah, moment. Yeah, I mean, in, in terms of outside of video games, right? But and and I, but and but I'm also I'm also not saying like like other I'm, I'm saying specifically like when it comes like we are like we are kind of in that stage of video of this medium where you know we're still maturing and eventually we're going to hit a point where it's kind of like the movie industry where we have standards in place and it's less about the technology and more about the art behind it and so that's you know we're going to hit that point where a lot of the older games are going to be want to be remade even more than they are today which is a lot and it's like at that point when do we when do you and I perceive as consumers and as appreciators when is that danger point going to come up of you're remaking this too much you are stirring the pot too much and not that not uh, that it's happening now but it could start right, happening right. and at which point well, do you and I say dude stop you know when do well, we stand up and rebel well it's a hard question to answer i mean the easy answer is when they start doing it too much right but then that leads to the question of what what's is too, too much, much right? um honestly Final Fantasy IV Complete is a little too much, but you threw us a bone. If Final Fantasy IV Complete was just Final Fantasy IV and After Years, it's that's too much. But you gave us an interlude, and right. depending if the interlude was like a piece of shit, then it's too much. Well, but if you keep giving us stuff that that's kind of like quality, I you know, and quality is being used very loosely because there there's a wide arc of um, opinion for Final Fantasy XL After Years in and of itself. Right. And um, I'm guessing that overall the After Years has been a good enough product to continue to produce. If they went from the cell phone to virtual uh, WiiWare to now this PSP uh, complete remake. Uh, and what I'm saying here is that say they remake uh, something like I, I, the only thing I can think of is Final Fantasy Four right now because every other remake that I can think of has been sufficient and it's been remade like once and that one remake has been enough to go on and maybe if the the life or you know the spirit I should say of that game continues on further down the line it may get remade again but I highly doubt it um, but with Final Fantasy Four there came, there seems to be that kind of spirit that continues to want it to be remade and re- kind of uh, just just tweaked a bit here and there, uh, and I think that like at this point, this should be the last one. If there is something else that comes out now, it, it's it's a little too much. I mean, you've already taken the storyline and you've extended it, and while extending it, you kind of you didn't really make that great of a story, so you can't really you know that 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 has to be the end of it. It's almost like what Lucas did with. One, two, and three, where you know they they kind of change the spirit of Star Wars, and people kind of feel, yeah, you know, Star Wars. Some people feel like Star Wars is only four, five, and six, you know, right? And I don't want people to feel like you know Final Fantasy four has been destroyed because it's been remade too much. Like that's the only kind of that's the only game that has that that phenomenon to it. I just kind of thought about uh, Metroid. Metroid and Zero Mission. Uh, Zero Mission is the only remake of the original Metroid game, and that's perfect as far as it goes. There doesn't need to be another remake for it. 
you know, there are games that need remakes like Metroid 2. That would be wonderful if they remade Metroid 2 because the only platform that has been released on it was Game Boy. And they've done so many updates to the way Metroid is played that that game could deserve a facelift and maybe even a redesign, right? Like Resident Evil remake. And, um, you know, every, every other remake, I'm thinking about Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger has seen one remake, and it's not even really a remake. It's more like a re-release, if I'm correct. I think so. I, I think the only difference is that they, they might have an extra dungeon or two somewhere in there, optional. Right. But most, of, most likely, like, this is just a way to get Chrono Trigger back out. Uh, that's a way of preserving the game for that particular game. Right. But other than that, I mean, it, it, is there uh, another game or a franchise that people are saying, uh, another remake? Another remake? Uh, I don't know. I think it's mostly sequels that they do that for, but um, I, I was going to I was gonna say when it's too much, um, and, and again, re- remember that I'm not saying that th- this is out there. That's not the purpose of the question. I'm just saying that it will happen. Because of the nature of the medium, um, right. I I feel like I can stand Final Fantasy IV remakes insofar as it's saying we have the 3D version, we put all this weird extra content into the other versions. Let's all bring it together. Fine, and 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 Final Fantasy IV Complete, I have zero problem with because they aren't sitting there going, oh, we're gonna tweak the the character classes and do all this shit. They're like, no, people on PSP haven't had the chance to play. People don't have people who own a PSP haven't had the ch- chance to play this. We just want to redo the art and add in all the cell phone stuff that people might not have. You know, right? People might not have a Wii, so they're not gonna see After Years. What and and what I would say is like, if they wanted to to re-release it again and say we're going to take the 3D version from the DS. Make it pretty, include all the content that was in the other versions, and all the gameplay enhancements, and this will be the definitive version. I'm fine with that. What I'm not fine with is we are re-releasing the 3D version for 3DS or the or the NGP, and we are going to tweak it again and like do all this different stuff to it and make it different. Like no, like you have all this shit out there. Just just put it all together in one package and let it be. That that right. you know that that's where I draw the line of. You've uh, you've already gone through this massive overhaul to put it into 3D and do all this stuff, and this is this this was so huge, and I I like it because it's a quality product. But you know, any more than this, and you're just you're just doing it over again and again and again. Make a new game that the art is done, the the the, the vision is complete. Stop tinkering with it. Let us let us be at peace with what we have. You know. And if you want to throw in all the extra stuff that we used to not have, because it's in other ports and other re-releases, fine. But don't 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 make any more new stuff. Like you you've completed the, whether or not like you've completed your own vision. Like for us who are using it, just just stop. You know, really, just stop jerking yourself mm-hmm. off. You know, it's it's done. You know, that just reminded me of something. Uh, Lunar. Right. Ah, that's another game that has been remade quite a few times, but it has been remade to the point that. Final Fantasy IV has been. Because you have Lunar Silver Star, Lunar Silver Star Story, which added more story to it. Then there's Lunar Silver Star Story Complete for PlayStation, which I don't really remember what it added, but I think it maybe added more voice acting and it might have maybe uh, kept some of the more mature uh, dialogue and things like that that they probably had to take out for the the Sega CD version. Mm-hmm. But didn't they have like another... Lunar, Lunar and the Silver Star. They put it on over. PSP, but I don't know if yes. they. I don't know if they made changes to it. Mm, that's something worth looking up. Let's see. 
Typing, 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 typing. Yes, let's look up Lunar. Oh, series. series of Giantbomb.com. We'll race. Uh, let's see. Lunar, Lunar the Silver Star, Star Story. Complete. Uh, it's just an enhanced remake of Lunar Silver Star. Oh, they don't really say anything about the PSP version. Yeah, they don't really say much about it. Huh. Let's see, I'm looking at... Uh, yeah, why... Okay. In Wikipedia, a Lunar Silver Star Harmony in, is a remake for PSP, which has been released, da 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 Game is featured... Nothing. Along with a new isometric view, the game also features a hand-drawn style for the characters and backgrounds. A talking lead. Oh, now Alex, Alex actually talks, as well as new music and an expanded story. So they expand the story even more. Oh, oh okay. So they and, they're, they're adding it and adding it and adding onto it and adding onto it. Yeah, but what's the difference between Lunar Silver Star? Story? Because Lunar Silver Star has been re-released several times. Re-released, blah blah. Uh, okay, Lunar Silver Star story was on the Saturn. Redrawn graphics, polished script, and new music. And, uh, really, Superstar Story Complete. Well, I guess I'll have to look at that because it's got its separate, it, it's got its own, uh, wiki on it. While the overall plot remains true to the original, accommodations are made to the game story to allow for a larger, richer cast, as well as additional scenarios. Uh, okay. So basically, Lunar and Superstar Story Complete, uh, is just a full, a more full version of. Uh, Lunar Silver Star story. Okay, so so it's kind of like a director's cut, director's cut, director's cut. Right. Ooh, Edu just Edu just uh uh what's it faced uh tweeted the question. question. Yeah. Um. So and 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 not not to cut this short, but this kind of is related yeah. to exactly what we're talking about right now. Um. Good. It says the question was basically about what you think warrants a sequel outside of the financial reasons. So a sequel as opposed to a remake, you know, um, I, I, you know what, I, I would actually be more in favor of sequels than remakes at, at a certain point. Me too. At, at this point, like, and that's why I'm more in that, that I'm interested in the after years because it's a sequel to, you know, one of the games that has four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, uh, eight, nine sequels. Um, <laughs> but when is it, when does it warrant it? Um, shit. I think uh, you go ahead. You sound like well, you. Well, has... see, what I was going to say was a lot of times a game does not warrant a sequel because it was not designed to have one. Um, a lot of times a game is designed to have a sequel, but from a non-business standpoint, we're talking yes. Yeah, non-financial. Yes, non-financial. Because of course there are games that are designed, or there are products that are designed as a trilogy or whatever, and they never get there because they don't sell the first one. Um, but I think that a lot of times a game is designed to have a sequel, but maybe from an artistic standpoint, the 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 opinions may have changed. Like, oh, I, I'm going to make a game, and yeah, I'm going to end it here because I want to be able to continue it. But then by the time I actually get through doing it, I don't feel like making a sequel anymore. <laughs> It just doesn't seem right. I think maybe it's complete. And then instead of maybe ending it on a cliffhanger or, well, the, I think that maybe redesigning the ending would be a wise thing to do as opposed to coming out with a game that looks like it should have a sequel and never coming out with a sequel. Too human. Oh, and I'm sorry. They still have plans <laughs> to work on that. No, they still have plans to make a sequel. Whatever. W- whether it comes out or not is Ugh. the question. Yeah. Um, but I think that a game that is closed-ended warrants a sequel if 
if its story was compelling enough and that there was enough of a uh like not if its story was compelling enough but if its characters were compelling enough to be able to use them further along down the line and in addition if the story did not close itself such that a sequel would seem feasible ill yeah feasible but like more like um from a fan response like if it would make sense right it makes sense where if, if somebody comes out with a sequel to a game and i'm like oh they just did this to make money it didn't this game didn't need a sequel and there are games that don't need sequels I think I think it also comes down to how we feel about franchises and, and, and what defines a franchise, um, or what, and I guess whether or not a game should be part of a franchise or just a standalone game. I feel like when when someone creates a universe in which the game takes place and there are more mm-hmm. legit, there are legitimately more stories to tell from within that universe. Great, like even sure. if the even if the first game is closed ended itself, if there are ways to offshoot it, I have no problem with that. Um, yeah. If, from a gameplay perspective, it's one of those things where we devised a system, but we feel that we improved it and we could do better, and they managed to, and whether it's a whether it's a new game with the same system or the same property, now is the question, right? And yep. it makes sure it makes sense um, if if you um, if you can kind of shoehorn a story in there that kind of makes sense or you can capture the essence of the because remember i you know as much as i as i appreciate great stories i'm not a huge story person when it comes down to what a game is all about so for me if you can find a way to recapture the spirit of the first game and and show those improvements then by all means i think you should go ahead and make that sequel because at the from mm-hmm. a business standpoint and i know this is not He's not talking about financial reason, but I'm saying from a feasibility standpoint. From from a feasibility of business standpoint, you still have the customer base that recognizes the brand name, and they feel comfortable yep. that that they can buy your product. So you can feel comfortable that you can display your artistic vision for whatever improvements you made to the gameplay or level design or whatever that you can go ahead and make this product work. Then okay, with fine. The put the name. same name. Put the same name on it. I'm okay with that. Um, mm. like. Like and and I think I think I think as long as the game itself continues to, or or whatever sequel it is continues to capture the core that's the real thing for me the core essence the spirit of of the previous games as when a game can capture the pre the spirit of the previous games but stand out enough on its own to be its own product I'm cool with it being a sequel if it's just Hey, we're at it again. Eventually, it's going to get old. Like Me- when when it got up to Mega Man Six on the NES, it's like, all right, that's enough. Shoot, Mega like, Man Four, no. <laughs> right, but Mega Man Four was enough, but I, I it didn't get to the point where I was exasperated by it. Uh, I think yeah, I think yeah, that it should. I think it should. I'm like, I'm not playing this. Right, I think it should have ended at three. Four was right. a little bit too much, but all right, they made an improvement. Five was like, okay, these improvements are kind of stupid, and six was like, really, really, okay, just just stop, please. Um, and then I think I feel like uh, Mega Man, uh, Mega Man, and, and and base, and 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 then which one? And then Mega Man Nine were there's eight. Nine is I think is different because nine is, is 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 it goes back to that question we had two weeks ago of retro design. That's different. Yes, but but eight is more along the lines of do we really need this? Right, but I feel like they they updated it for isn't that the one that came out on PlayStation and Saturn? Yes. I feel like they yes. updated it for the modern era. 
and they, you know, they tweaked it, and they, they, they basically said, look, we're trying to capture the spirit of it, but we want to give it to the fans who haven't seen a Mega Man game in a, in a while, or, or like, or, or do justice to the Mega Man franchise when really we were just sitting there rehashing it for four, five, and six. We want to like make it different because, you know, at, at the very least, they made the art design new, and you know what I mean. So yeah, true. So had it gone, had the NES era ended with three. Then we got Mega Man X on Super Nintendo, and then Mega Man and Base on Super Nintendo, and then we had what we know today as Mega Man Eight. Then I wouldn't be sick of and it. And that would have been Mega Man Five. Five, okay. And then I wouldn't be sick of it because they've they've done different things. They've they've kept the core of the of, of the of the series without rehashing it too badly. Because um, because even Mega Man and Base was 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 different enough from the old NES retreads. That I was like, okay, I, I I'm cool with this. Um, Street Fighter is a great example. Um, like going from regular to Championship Edition to to Turbo to Super to Super Turbo got a little bit exasperating. But then when they said, all right, we're gonna scrap that. We're just gonna do three. And then they mm-hmm. did three, this, three, that, three, that. And then they're like, okay, we're gonna do four. And they're like, oh no, we're gonna do Super Four. Super Four is much, much, much improved. But mm-hmm. you get my drift. Like each numbered iteration was how I think they should do it. Each point release within each numbered iteration was too much. Right, I understand because each point iteration was more like a remake, whereas each sequel was a right. sequel. or a tweak or just even just tweaks. Mm-hmm. And it's it's, it's basically did that, but right. they did it behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, but not as because like their revisions, they would come out with yeah, a new but revision I, of the I think that's game, but yeah. it wasn't. But I think that's different because thing. it's not like okay, we're going to release Street Fighter Two for the Super Nintendo, so you can buy it. Now we're going to release Street Fighter 2 Championship Edition for the Genesis, now you can buy it. Now we're going to release Street Fighter 2 Turbo for the Super Nintendo, now you can buy it. Now we're going to release Super Street Fighter 2 for the Super Nintendo, you can go out and buy it. Now we're going to release Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo for the 3DO, and now you can buy it. And I realize that the origin of that was from the arcades, but I'm kind of talking about from a consumer buying this perspective of, like, when, when, do, you, when do we stop with it? But you're also right. In the arcades, that's kind of dumb, too. Like, the, the Mortal Kombat point releases, to me, were more like... were more like... Like you said, they're behind the scenes, so they don't count as much. They're like I patches. Feel. They're patches. Whereas Street Fighter 2, like, they're like, we are releasing a new product. This is new. Ooh. Welcome, everyone. Look what we've done in the past couple of months. We gave you something new. What is it? It's the same game with four more characters. Oh. Look at this. We gave you something new. What is it? It's the same game. It's just faster and you can do shit in the sky. Oh. Yeah, because people hacked our game. Guess what? We released a new game. Really? What is it? It's the same game with four more characters, but it's slow now. And better graphics. And better graphics. You know what? So that, 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 that rings kind of different to me. Um, True. but There's yeah, a I want to ask. Yes, um, relating to sequels, how do you feel yes. about in terms of whether uh, the sequels warranted? I'm pretty sure you're going to say yes, um, but I just want to get your detail on it because you did go through it. Mm. Uh, Aria and Dawn of Sorrow. Okay. Um, I forgetting about the fact that the Castlevania series is kind of its own beast, where it's like, all right, maybe that's enough. Um. Only within the microcosm of Aria of Sorrow and Dawn of Sorrow. Um, right, because that, that's the only series that actually has a direct sequel in the new Castlevania vein. Right. I So to jump to Aria of Sorrow first, because that it is, that's its own sequel to other games where you also have to question, is that warranted? 
Art of Sorrow itself Wait. was warranted because they changed it up a lot. Oh, you're just talking about in terms of the, the Castlevania franchise. Yeah, I'm going to do both. So in terms of the Castlevania okay, franchise... I'm, I was just referring to the sequel-ish, the, the fact that Art of Sorrow and Dawn of Sorrow are actually two parts of the right. same it, universe. Correct. Right, right. No, I, I get that. Um, I think that that... Um, that the, our era itself was warranted because of its changes. Whether or not Dawn of Sorrow was warranted from a story perspective, I couldn't give a shit. Like, none of these games are warranted from a story perspective. E- especially within this microcosm of Arya and Dawn. No, especially not. Um, okay. As far as the gameplay improvements are concerned, <sighs> part of me wants to say no. Because... I don't remember them doing that much more mechanically. But, I don't think so. I think that's why I had to stop playing and gave it back. But at the same time, I think in every respect, it is a better game. It has better music. It has better visuals. It plays better. The castle de- design is better. It is just a better game. And so really, what I would have said is, if they were to have taken Dawn of Sorrow and s- told us... This is actually not a sequel. This is a remake of the Game Boy Advance version. That would have been just as fitting. Mm-hmm. But because they decided I, to give us a different... And, and, and maybe not so because they changed the castle layout. But remember, like, story and all that shit doesn't matter. You know, they still had the same weapons and, and, and the same kind of bullet uh, bullet type, weapon type, whatever. You know, ghosts. Right. Or were they, well, they weren't called ghosts. What were they called? Souls. Souls. No. Okay. Maybe. I don't remember. So I think I think you're <clears throat> either you're in a win-win or a lose-lose, right? There's 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 really no way around it. Like the the DS version was a better game, and I think they should have made it. Mm-hmm. The question is whether or not you know it should have been a sequel. Whether they should have said, you know what, let's make a new story out of this, and let's let's make this portrait of ruin, or let's make this a, a, a you know let's not make this a sequel to a previous game. Uh, no, but again, it's right. like this, that that was a good ass game, and. I, you know, I would have rather them made it than not. So it's tough to say. Okay. Is it warranted? No. But should it have been released? As a sequel, though. As a sequel, is like, it warranted? Not right. as another game in the franchise, but as a sequel, specifically. Okay, so yeah, right. I, I would say probably not. I, I feel like I would rather have that game than Aria of Sorrow, like, if we were to revise history. Um, mm-hmm. Because, again, as a sequel, no. It's not warranted. But, like, as a game... As a Castlevania game, yes, it's warranted. Like it's a fantastic game. So, 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 what do you do in that situation? I don't know. I feel like maybe it was like, look, we have no choice, so it's going to be a sequel. Um, because it was using the same. It was basically like, again, it was basically what a remake could have been, just making what it is already existing better, using the technology that you have at hand. Right. Exactly. So I'm not sure. Like, what? What about you? What do you think? Oh well, you didn't. Know. You didn't, didn't fully really play, play it. it. Yeah. Right. That's why I asked you. Um. And that's pretty much uh, the, the the one thing that I was thinking. Like in a franchise um, that doesn't normally do story based sequels, like they did, but now they don't anymore. They do. Like it all kind of goes into the timeline, but it's not. They're not completely directly related anymore. Like how Castlevania, Castlevania Two, Castlevania Three, they were all pretty much. Well, Three was a, a prequel. But one and two are the story of Simon Belmont and his battle against, uh, you know, Dracula, which ended tragically. And then three is the story of, like, his grandfather. Right. But then you have Rondo of Blood, which is, like, the story of another one of his direct ancestors. But now you got, um, 
you know, Arya Saro Donasaro, those are uh, someone who's not related directly to Beaumonts and Portrait of Ruin and Order of Ecclesia. There's more like side stories, but they occur in the timeline. I need to uh, fucking so go back and play Ecclesia. <laughs> that's another one that I've forgotten to keep on playing. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of, you know, where that's at. Right. Um, and then there's like, you know, Ninja Gaiden, but Ninja Gaiden has its own story, you know, one, two, and three on an NES. But those games were never like really, they were remade in Ninja Gaiden Trilogy, but that wasn't really like great. Right. But imagine if they like re well they can't really they can't remake the original Ninja Gaiden for uh next gen like using this technology. I don't think that they could really do that and capture the spirit. Of you know what? What made Ninja Gaiden what made what made Ninja Gaiden Ninja Gaiden? I would love to see them try to remake it in a in an XBLA type way. What kind of the way that they did print the original Prince of Persia, where they spruced it up but kept the core intact. Just a graphical overhaul, and maybe change some of the design issues of like the respawning hawk, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Oh, you mean like do a, a retro remake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be really cool. Like basically Ninja Gaiden trilogy, but not as shitty. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> even even though the one good thing about trilogy is that they fixed up the fucked up Ninja Gaiden three. I think right because Ninja Gaiden three originally so. was fucked up on NES, and they're like, "Yo, this is kind of too hard," and they changed it. Yeah. Um. But. I think, like, they it, – it, it's perfect fodder for a portable remake because they remade The Legend of Kage for DS, which I thought was actually a pretty good game. Um, mm-hmm. And they – what else did they do? Um, they're remaking – well, maybe they're not remaking, but they're putting out a Shinobi for 3DS. Yeah. And it's going to be, it's gonna be a, a, a side-scroller. Mm-hmm. So um, they, they could certainly try to do that with Ninja Gaiden. I would love to see that. Um, yeah, actually, maybe for 3DS, that would be an awesome idea. Because of the fact, I mean, they've already made a Ninja Gaiden for DS, which is kind of a, a side story, or maybe it fits into this, the new Ninja Gaiden storyline, but they need to go back to the old... 2D you know, style. Irene Liu and... Yeah, Ashtar. I never played 3, so I don't know who... Because I know three was like a it was a boat POS. It was an so ancient ship one of and doom. Two, those were like my games that I actually went. I actually finished both of those at one point in time. I probably can't do it now. <laughs> like, I can't even finish the. Can't get to the. I can't beat the the, the dragon from from uh, the end of one. I get there with enough frustration. <laughs> right, Jacquel. And I think uh, I think the horse is dead, and that's yeah. fine because I'm hungry. But. Okay. I do have one thing to say. We're everywhere. You can find us at certain places, and here's where you can find us. You can find each one of us at drygames.net on the internet. Al, where can we find you? Where do you live? Uh, I live in various places, I guess. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash dredmage. Twitter.com slash dredmage. Um, there's xlm2k.blogspot.com, which I'll update sometime. And what about your band? Oh yeah, I have a band, and uh, he has a band. That site is uh, rockafuertemusica.com. R O C A. Punto com. F U E R T E musica with ne at the end. Mm-hmm. Dot com. Mm-hmm. 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 So, and you can find their album Vuelo Letal, which means lethal flight. I learned that because Al knows Spanish. Very on the Amazon.com 
barely. <laughs> Amazon.com MP3 downloads list. Make sure to, that make sure that you choose MP3 downloads. There's or other you won't places find it. too. iTunes, uh, Spotify, Zune. Uh, supposed to be Rhapsody, but who knows? Uh, anywhere where your digital media is served, you should find us. Excellent. Pete, where do you live? Twitter.com slash Riven. That's R-Y-V-V-N. R-Y-V-V-N. And if you like don't you... alcoholics talking about video games and movies, you should follow me on Twitter. Follow <laughs> him on Twitter at R-Y-V-V-N.com slash Twitter.net. That's yes. the only place I live. No, no other place That's the only important. place to live. No other place is important? Okay. And you can find me, obviously, at Mr. Chupon on Twitter. It's at Mr. Chupon with an O, not a zero. Uh, you can also, obviously, visit us at TryGames.net at TryGames.net, which we rarely update, but one day I will. Uh, you can also visit me at www.sharkversusoctopus.com, uh, which is nonsense and has nothing to do with video games, but it could. Uh, and that's all the places that I live. Email, 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 email. Email us at mailbag at trygames.net, M-A-I-L-B-A-G at trygames.net, or you could spell it the wrong way, M-A-L-E. And you can also visit friends of the site. You can visit our friend Maurice at everyonelovesdinosaurs.com, the other Austin out in the world because there are only two of us, and we're both awesome at austindlight.com. Light is spelled the, pro- the appropriate way, like a light bulb. And you can visit Brian Fishman, friend of the site, doctor, and he will save your fucking life as long as you go to his blog, which is called drfishypants.com. Also friends of the site, we've got James Dendy Connor at www.gamesjames.com. That's www.gamesjames.com. Not just one game, but multiple games. And there's also our friend Alex and Gary from That Game Podcast, which is conveniently www.thatgamepodcast.com. And that's where you can find us. That was kind of, you know <laughs> that, that was well kind so. of redundant because I said here's you can find us and then I start off by saying you can find us in many places in the actual recording. So, yeah. Very true. 216. Okay. Very redundant, but very redundantly true. Shh. Shh. So, any last words, thoughts before we fight in in Mortal Kombat? I lied. I uh, wish I could play it. I I, I can't. I have, I have stuff to do. I can't either. I got to I got to do stuff. Mm. Um, well, I wish my PS3 was working, because I wish my PS3 wasn't a PS of shit. Zing! Um, P-O-S-3. Because now I'm, I'm starting to really get a sour uh, feeling for this, and I don't want to buy another one. It just That's just a waste of $300. Yes, agreed. And then if I get it repaired again, that's going to cost me another $150, and who knows if that's going to get it, you know, if that's going to work out. Right, I'm very displeased right now with with this and the the whole Sony thing and the PSN, which is still not back. Uh, That's a long word. What a year! So I'm finished. Fucking done. Word. So for Al, fucking done. (laughs) For Pete, okay, fucking done. Bye. Hi, Pete. Uh, Yeah, Pete is still not with us. If you haven't noticed, um. But Comcast, get your shit together so we can get a third chair back, assholes. I've been your host, Austin, and what are we, Al? We are out. No, what are we? Try again. No, we're fucking done. Oh, we're done. (laughs) 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 (laughs)